Today's episode is special guest edition, where I invite special guests such as journalists, marketing strategists, content creators, bloggers, and others to share their experiences and offer some valuable insights to us students. In each episode, you will hear success stories from influencers, how they started influencing, what obstacles they faced, what they have gained from their journey, and together we will discover the path they took to become successful influencers. After each episode, you're going to walk away with inspiring stories and some tips that can help you evolve your ideas into the right solution. Hi guys, I am Sagrika, your host at the Let's Talk podcast. On this podcast, I invite students to discuss topics that are essential to student life. And I believe listening to others and their stories is a great way to find yourself in the journey. So please join me with learning something new in every episode we have. Thank you for being a part of this community. I'm happy you're here. Hi guys, welcome to Let's Talk with me, Sagrika. On today's episode, our special guest is an extremely talented content creator on Instagram, a graphic designer, film editor, and the founder of Olivia Corin Films. She is also a co-host of the Salt and Pepper podcast and shares a passion to work on anything creative for the industry. I am so excited to welcome Olivia Corin, who is here to share her success story. Hi, Olivia. Thank you so much for taking out the time to be a part of this community. I am so excited to learn all about you and your journey. Hi, thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Thank you so much, Olivia. I wanted to first start off by asking you a little about your background and a little about yourself. Yeah. So like you said, I'm Olivia Corin, and uh, I started my just personal like content creation on Instagram probably about six years ago. It was when I was still working full-time as a manager at a coffee shop. And I was just on Instagram one day. And I would say that this isn't like the very beginning of influencing, but it was kind of at the start of more like Mm -hmm. bloggers. And I remember I went on and the first person I ever saw was, she's still my favorite, but I saw the Skinny Confidential post something. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Maybe I can do that. (laughs) And so I went (laughs) back to my house and I was talking to my boyfriend, who's a super talented filmmaker and a photographer. He does all of my content. And I was just like, Hey, can we go do photos? And he's like, sure. (laughs) And then that's literally just how it started. But when I started, I was doing more stuff where I was kind of like copying other bloggers and influencers, but more like the style because I didn't really know ideas. Exactly. Yeah. And it was not, you know, out of intent to copy them, but it was more like, what is this Instagram thing? Like, what is all this? And so of course I fell into kind of the affiliate marketing of like the like to know it and the linking your outfits. And I'm like, I'm going to start a fashion blog and all this stuff. And then slowly over time, it has definitely evolved into something completely different, just because my passion wasn't to do that, which that's an amazing thing. And it's so cool that other influencers are doing that. But I realized over time that my passion was in overall just like content creation and photo editing and a lot of other stuff that I could just keep rambling on about. But that's a little bit of the background. No, because I looked at your Instagram and I'm looking at your pictures and like your dressing style. And I'm like, how does she take pictures like that? And I'm happy that you also talk about like how you edit your pictures. That way it actually helps follow like the same pattern to start somewhere. Oh, for sure. And I think it's always really important to obviously draw inspiration from other people. You know, like I thought... 
bloggers where I'm like, wow, you're so inspiring. But then there's the people that I feel like maybe I'm kind of trying to copy or maybe they're kind of deterring me or they're making me feel like I'm not enough. And for those people, I I unfollow them and it's not like a spiteful unfollow. It's more of like, I'm not able to have my blinders on if I'm looking at these people and I need to stay in my lane and know it doesn't matter if I don't have the same amount of followers or the same amount of like likes and comments. But what matters is that I'm delivering the vision and like the value that I am wanting to produce for my page, you know? And talking about your career, you've had great success, not just with one business, but all of your businesses together. When would you say your career really started? Oh man, I guess... (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, sometimes it's really hard to look at it as my career because it's just a day in and day out thing. And I guess if I look back over the past few years, like so much has changed. But for me, I just feel like I'm just still doing my thing. Um, And so I guess it is it's hard for me to be like, yeah, my career. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess I mean, I say I, I think I would say I ended up quitting my my position at the coffee shop a little over two years ago. And that's when I went more full time. And I don't want the audience members and people listening to think that A, it was easy or B, that I even had a lot of financial stability. Um, I ended up quitting my job because I was really mistreated there. And I quit without anything to fall back on. I like if I'm being totally honest, I didn't have a savings and I didn't have a way to really know how I was going to pay my bills. But I really had faith. And I honestly probably wouldn't recommend this to a lot of people. Uh, But I was so unhappy. And my mental health was so bad. I was physically sick all the time because I was so stressed out because I was working so much. And then I was coming home and I was working on my side hustle or whatever. And so when I quit, I would say that's really when and it was kind of like a make it or break it time. And that's just my personal story. I, it's so different for every person. There are people who want to make sure they have six months of savings for their rent before they quit. And I think that's awesome. That was just not my path. And so I would say for, I guess my quote unquote career started was when I realized that I didn't just want one facet of my business. I didn't want to just an Instagram influencer, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I do think it's really dangerous to put all of your eggs in one basket being one basket exactly yeah because I often say like if Instagram was deleted tomorrow because we don't own what happens then yeah hundreds of thousands if not millions people would be out of work and again, there's nothing wrong with doing that if that's just something you love to do. But if that's where you're making money, not only for yourself, but maybe your family, it's so important to have those side hustles, which I'm still learning that, you know, I'm looking up at the, I don't, you know, I'm not sitting over here with hundreds of thousands of followers. And I'm still learning and growing from those top people in the industry that create courses or, um, you know, they have workshops, and they're always providing value. I really, really wanted to start a podcast podcast far before I ever ended up starting it. And I was so excited when I did. I I actually started with a different co-host than I have now. I've gone through a lot of ups and downs with the show, but it's it's made me stronger and it's made me realize how badly I want it. And then as far as like my wedding films, I'm able to do that to supplement the other things that I 
am really passionate doing. And, you know, Velvet and Fur that I started with my best friend, that's the first business. Yes. I ever, yeah, it's so fun. Like that's the first business I've ever started that has a physical product and that within itself, like reaching out to influencers that I've cultivated relationships with as a brand is so different than being an influencer. And like, I honestly would recommend this to so many influencers to go on the like the flip side of what you normally do because you learn so much about both sides of the industry. And yeah, so I just think like for me personally, I love starting businesses. I love building brands and I'm I really am still figuring out kind of where I lie in this world because there's so many things you can do and you don't want to do too much to spread yourself too thin, but I don't yeah. think you do too little too because then you're wasting talents that I believe that people have to share, you know? Yeah. And also you talked about like the Velvet Plus Fair business and I was looking at the Instagram page and they're beautiful pieces. How did you get the idea of even starting your own earring business? Like three businesses all together, that's hard work, determination, and it's not easy. It's really not easy. Yeah. So, uh, well, first of all, thank you for saying all that. Um, and second of all, it's, you know, I, I attest so much of this to Taylor, who's my business partner. Um, her and I have been friends for a very long time and she's always been so, so creative. And like, she would just like make clothes for her Barbies. And then she, wow. would, she would just do anything. She would be like, I want that. And I don't want to pay $200 for it. So I'm going to make it. And for me, like my creativity usually lies behind the screen, sometimes in physical things, but it's, I'm not an artist. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I'm not an artist. And recently, um, her and I had started hanging out a lot more again. And, you know, we lived in the same place and she started wearing these earrings and they were lightning bolt earrings. And her and I, we always laugh because her and I have opposite styles, which I think works so perfectly for it starting. Works well, yes. Yeah. Like if you, if somebody's listening and wants to start a business with a friend, first of all, you obviously have to navigate through a lot of really tough conversations, but also it's so, so good to be different because then you both have different strengths. And, you know, for her, I would be out and about with her and we would be in Portland, which is like a really kind of hipster city in Oregon. And, you know, people would just be stopping her going, where did you get your earrings? And she's just so like shy and humble. And it's like, oh my gosh, like I made them, you know? And then I would be out with her here. And, where can I buy these? And I'm like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. She makes them. Where do you want to buy them? We'll figure it out. And then after so many people complimented them, I, you know, eventually like little by little, she was kind of asking me things about business. And then it was like, what are we doing? Let's go 50-50. Let's do this business together. I will handle the social media website and the back end. You handle the designs. And it's been so fun because I've been able to use my friendships that I've made with influencers on, you know, Olivia Crin, my personal brand. And I've been able to work with them with Velvet and Fur. And then, you know, we have just made, which hasn't been released, but we've made custom designs just for my podcast, you know, that I can send just to my wow. list. It's so cool that I feel like that is the best way of doing anything. So if somebody wants to start another business, try to find ways for all of your businesses to fuel each other because then it, it, it's all connected totally. in, this, in a way. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I always tell who are reaching out about like maybe starting different facets of their brand. And I say, you want to look at your brand like a spider web and like the very center of your web, pick whichever one it is, pick your strength. Like if you're a wedding photographer, there's the center of your web. So you want to start doing workshops, feed that 
that center of the web and have it go out and, you know, have workshops about how to be a photographer and so on and so forth. And you really can build a whole brand that feeds each other if you if you kind of sit down and navigate that. It's just actually taking the time to make a list about everything and to actually brainstorm some ideas before getting started. And once you start it, it all starts to work out, I feel. But the, the hardest part is actually starting in the first place. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, and I, I think you have to find the middle ground. There are a lot of people who they believe to launch fast and then figure it out. And then there's the people that mm. want to navigate everything and then launch. And I, and I personally believe you should be right in the middle because when I started um, salt and pepper my my podcast with a different co-host my feed and what I wanted the podcast to be was so different because then I got a different co-host and then we navigated uh, what like to rebrand and then it's having that humility and those tough conversations and you know sitting in those conversations going but I like what I do and going okay I need to listen and be open-minded and then being like okay I'm gonna rebrand and then being excited about that and the velvet and first started the exact same way We had a different edit. We had a different idea. And then all of a sudden we both were like, why don't either of us like this at all? And then all of a sudden it clicked like one defining. It just clicks. It just clicks. That's right. It just takes time. And so if somebody's listening and they're like starting a business and they feel like they don't have it all figured out, like that's totally fine. But just be open to that change and be open to that growth throughout the process. And don't be stagnant just because you started one way. Like you really have to grow. And that's so hard for me, like so hard. (laughs) Also, because you're so passionate about helping other brands and companies grow. I want to ask you if you've had obstacles on the way like how do you manage to overcome those obstacles because that's the hardest part also yeah I mean I feel like I have an obstacle every day <laughs> like <laughs> mental breakdowns once a week I feel like if you're not having hitting walls then you're not pushing hard enough and you know I I think the skinny confidential podcast is one of my favorites and and Michael Bostic he says the minute that I start to feel comfortable is when I know that I need to start pivoting and doing something else I love that I love that wow because you know, I was I was actually just having a conversation with Arturo yesterday going, you know, this idea of maybe starting a new facet of my business. And I was just telling him, I'm so scared to do this. But I also know that I tell other people that if they're scared, they should do it. And so I know I should do it, but I don't want to because I'm scared. <laughs> you know, exactly. I, it's like if you put your mind to it, you know, you can do it, but you just need to put your mind to it and focus. Totally. And I think you really have to know that you're a human being and like you're gonna hit walls and you need to have things in place before you like you don't everyone's gonna hit a wall eventually but I think especially entrepreneurs or content creators they need to have things in place before they hit that wall and so for me when I do hit walls obviously sometimes I just cry and that's always a good option but sometimes it's essential it's needed sometimes it's really needed to start yeah totally sometimes I feel so good after crying Especially within the past year, I've really created non-negotiables in my life. And so, you know, I have, I go on a morning walk every single day. I mean, obviously some days I miss it, but every day I go on a walk and then I come back and I work out and I, I, they're non-negotiables. Like I will do that. And if for some reason I have a meeting in the morning, then I will push it to that evening. But I really try 
It's a priority, so you have to keep it there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it starts with you. If you start non-negotiables with who you are as a person and you say, no, I'm going to do this, then you can take those things and those habits that you're building and you can apply them to your business. And so if you say, no, today I'm going to finish doing this, 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 and this, and I'm not going to go to bed until I do it. And if I don't go to bed till 2am because I procrastinated on my morning walk, then fine. You. So I think it's like about building those things and then saying like, if I'm passionate about this, I'm going to do it. But I also know that I'm going to hit walls. And so I think it's just really important to know that and know it really is okay if you do hit those points because you're just going to. And, and I don't want to sit here and act like I have it all together. I hit walls all the time. It is very difficult yeah. hitting things, but you can do it. You just have to say no to a lot of things. Yeah. I think something that has worked a lot for me is doing something. And once I actually finish something with, that was on my to-do list, I reward myself with something. I feel that way. I'm just so much more motivated in the long run and it helps me get more focused. Yeah, no, totally. And I, and I think it is um, really good too, that like everybody, every single person listening or starting a business is going to have a different way that they can function at their like peak performance. And for a while, I remember I like set up this extra room in my house and I had a desk and I was like, wow, I'm like so organized and cute. And then I, (laughs) I would sit at my desk and then I realized that like my arms were hurting and I wasn't comfortable. And I made this whole narrative in my head that I needed to get up and get dressed and sit at my desk because that's what all entrepreneurs do. But then I realized, wait, I like to be comfortable and I like to wear leggings and I actually want to lay on my way of doing it is different. Yes. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are like, how do you lay on your bed and work? I would fall asleep. And for me, I'm like, I need to be comfortable or I can't focus. Like if I'm wearing jeans while working, that's a joke. Like I literally can't focus. (laughs) So I think it's about knowing who you are too and not being ashamed of that and not ever explaining yourself to somebody. Like do what you got to do to get your stuff done. And lastly, for my favorite part, I want to get your advice on starting out. And like also for other students who want to start their own small business, what would you recommend to them? Um, I think it obviously it depends on what you're trying to start. So if you're trying to maybe start, let's just say like an earring business, for example, because mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. You know, you and I had kind of spoken a little bit about this, but you know, I am a college dropout and I am very happy with the decision I made to do that because I don't believe for myself that I needed college. There are some people who totally need college for what they're doing, or maybe they just want to learn and they want to be there. And I think that that's like the coolest thing mm-hmm. ever. But I think for the people that are going to school to make other people happy, you should take a step back and evaluate that. Whether it's college or the person you're dating or starting to have kids, whatever it is, and make sure that you're doing it for you and not for the happiness of your mom because she wants grandkids or your dad because he wanted you to go to that school. Because obviously, I'm not telling you to go and be disrespectful, but there's a time and a place to do things. And I know for me, I learned Photoshop, Lightroom, the minimal graphic design that I know, editing, everything I do, I learned from Google and YouTube. I feel like it's 2020 and there's no excuses. There's absolutely, you can do whatever you want to do. I mean, 
maybe like if you want to go to space, I don't know, you have to be a certain height requirement. (laughs) But other than that, you can most likely do everything that you want to do. And if you want to start a small business, that this is the greatest time to be alive. And I will always say that. And, you know, other than, you know, some things that are going on in the world, as far as entrepreneurial, like the entrepreneurial side of things, you can do whatever you want. Like I always say that I went to college and I went to the four-year college called Google and YouTube and figuring it out. That was nice. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've never hired out for anything. I, because a, because I didn't have the money to, and also because I knew I could do it myself. Now, Of course, I think that there's a time and a place for hiring out for things that aren't your strength. And, you know, one day I probably will do that for some things, but I know how good it feels when I learned how to edit a podcast or I learned how to do these things because anyone can do it. So if, you know, somebody's at school right now, a university student, and they are in business school, and I don't know, this might be a little controversial, but I would say, take a step back, think about if you really want to do that, and know you can learn everything you're going to learn on Google and YouTube. And if you don't need to be in debt, don't be in debt. But then... If you're taking a step back and going, you know what? I actually do need school. I learn better in a classroom setting and I really want to do this, then keep doing it. I think it's so different for every person. That is so important. Yeah. Yeah. And like college ruined me. I felt stupid. I didn't want to do my astronomy homework. And that was wasn't what I wanted to do. And, you know, I went to school because I felt like that was my society, like that was my duty to society as an 18 year old. And that's just ridiculous. That's not why anybody should be doing anything. But anyway, after that long rant, (laughs) I would say if you want to start a jewelry business, sit down and you, you need to figure out a few things. You need to figure out, like, I, I say this to people, write down, what is my why? Why am I doing this? write down what can I give to people that other people can't do right now? Like what can my business provide? Like what makes me different? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, people say this is an oversaturated market and it's not. Everybody brings something unique to the table. And if you're using oversaturation as a reason to not start a business, then you're making excuses and you really need to figure out why you're making those excuses. Because most of the time when you're, you know, making excuses, you're just scared and that's okay. It's okay it's okay to have fear, but you need to figure out where that fear is coming from and where that doubt is coming from. And then last thing I would say is just do it. Like who freaking cares? Yeah. You know, I'm not saying go drop a hundred thousand dollars on something, make it work. And if you don't know how to do it, go into business with somebody that does and be smart and make contracts, but just do it and ask and don't be afraid to ask. If you want an influencer to wear your earrings that has 300,000 followers, you know, I did that. Yes. I DM'd mm-hmm. them and they freaking DM'd back. And now we're making a collection with them. And I never thought that would happen. And all it was wow. was So just don't be afraid because the worst things that can happen is that they say no or they don't respond to you. And who cares if that happens? Plus, if you do reach out to like, let's say 100 people, 100 influencers, I'm pretty sure out of 100 influencers, at least 10 will get back to you on the good side of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just like, never get hopeful and excited because things don't work out, you know, and that's okay. If you, I I don't believe in failure. I just believe in redirection. 
If you screw up and you make a mistake, that's okay. Don't quit. Redirect and pivot to something else. And, you know, stuff is going to happen. Your items are going to break. You're going to realize you shipped to the wrong address. You're going to do a lot of really dumb things, but you're not going to learn from those things if you don't start in the first place. Wow. That was a power tip. (laughs) Wow. Okay, Olivia, to wrap it up, I wanted to ask you a few fun questions that you need to answer as quick as possible. It's just my way of saying thank you. Okay. Okay. When was the last time you cried watching a movie? Uh, Like a week ago. What was the name of your first pet? Oh, uh, Belle. What is your go-to karaoke song? Oh my gosh, I've never done karaoke. <laughs> no way! No, I haven't. That's so lame of me. You need to do it. You need to. You need to. Okay, okay, I will. Are you a morning person or a night person? Oh, a night person. And if you could change your name, what would you change it to? Uh, Snow, because I just feel like that's such a good <laughs> Snow. Well, this is it for this episode. Thank you so much for being authentic with us. It is not easy to open up about your life in 15 minutes, but I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. This is it, guys. I will talk to you in my next episode. See you. Oh my gosh, I've never done karaoke. (laughs) No way! No, I haven't. That's so lame of me. You need to do it. You need to. You need to. Okay, okay, I will. Are you a morning person or a night person? Oh, a night person. And if you could change your name, what would you change it to? Uh, Snow, because I just feel like that's such a good (laughs) Snow. Well, this was it for this episode. Thank you so much for being authentic with us. It is not easy to open up about your life in 15 minutes, but I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. This is it, guys. I will talk to you in my next episode. See you. no way no I haven't that's so lame of me you need to do it you need to you need to okay okay I will are you a morning person or a night person oh a night person and if you could change your name what would you change it to uh snow because I just feel like that's such a good (laughs) snow
Well, this is it for this episode. Thank you so much for being authentic with us. It is not easy to open up about your life in 15 minutes, but I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. This is it, guys. I will talk to you in my next episode. See you. Bye.